It's going to warm up this week. Things heating up over at the uh, Bank of Springfield Center, where uh, lawmakers from the House are holding session all well, all weekend. They were there, and they're going to be there at least until Wednesday when the new legislature's sworn in. Uh, but a lot of conversation being had uh, by lawmakers, not just at the convention center with the House, but also at the Capitol with uh, the Senate, uh, deals with criminal justice reform uh, and also uh, regulations on police. Uh, so to get more of a, a different perspective after talking with uh, Democratic Chicago State Representative LaShawn Ford about the reform measures, uh, let's hear from uh, Republican State Representative Avery Bourne from Morrisonville here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Representative, uh, thanks for taking time with us this morning, especially after a long week weekend where uh you know you guys put in a lot of hours talking about this stuff um what are you hearing as as far as uh, what's going to be passed and is it everything that they've talked about thus far or some things going to change and i don't even know where to start do we start with the you know the the criminal justice measures like ending cash bail or do we start with you know taking away collective bargaining issues with uh with local police where do we start with all of this representative You know, I think that we're looking at everything they've talked about and more. The last two days, there have been committee hearings on the criminal justice component of the Black Caucus agenda, and they have continued to say they want to add more to the bill, language that we have yet to see. So this is um, everything that my constituents have been contacting me about and more. Uh, So I would say be watchful because we're hearing everything from, like you said, ending cash bail. Um, taking away qualified immunity to decriminalizing all drugs was one thing that was brought up in a committee hearing that we haven't seen in the language of the bill. So there there could be more added that we haven't even seen. You've got a few days left here of lame duck session. Uh, and, you know, it's been said that uh, opponents of this or those who are asking questions, because I don't want to characterize, uh, you know, anybody as opponents quite yet until I've heard them come out and say that they oppose this. And we have heard that mm-hmm. from some of the law enforcement community and uh, and and some other members of the House. But um, those who are asking questions have, have been you know characterized as wanting to slow walk this. And the time to act is now. Uh, what's your reaction to to that characterization of uh, you know you and others wanting to you know delve more into this uh, as slow walking? I don't think any issue is so important that it needs to be rushed over having good policy. Good policy is still important because we've seen it's very unlikely, right? If something's passed that doesn't work, they're going to come back and fix it. Additionally, we haven't been in session since May. If this was so important. We should have come back and been in session in October, November, like we were scheduled earlier, um, which is something House Republicans were calling for to take up ethics reform. Um, if there's such an urgency to act, we should have been here earlier. But it's never so important that we should rush something before it's uh, really ready to be in law. State Representative Avery Bourne with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, continuing with lame duck session at the Bank of Springfield Center. Uh, Some of the other things that are uh, possible to come up include uh, what the governor asked for uh, in decoupling the uh, state income tax code with the federal income tax code dealing with pandemic losses. Um, We heard a little bit about this early last week, didn't really delve into it, didn't have anything in front of us that was concrete, but then Friday the governor 
drop this $500 million proposal, uh, and that does not include the $20 million additional of uh, tax incentives for businesses uh, that the governor says he's going to unilaterally freeze. What's your reaction to all of this happening, uh, again, in the last few days uh, as you head into the end of lame duck session? I'm very disappointed for a few reasons. One, he announced it via press release instead of consulting the legislature on things that will ultimately, I think, take legislation to even implement. Um, Also, we've been asking the governor for cuts, and he can use kind of fancy accounting language in his press release. But these aren't cuts. These are what will amount to being tax increases on small businesses um, or will keep us from having incentives where folks can come and build new businesses in Illinois. That's what he chose over finding cuts in his wildly out-of-balance budget. Um, Additionally, with this decoupling, that hits small businesses. These are pass-through entities, folks who haven't been able to get grants through the downstate stabilization grants or the big grants, um, and have in many cases not been able to access PUA if they've been um, not able to work during the pandemic because the PUA system of unemployment in Illinois has been such a mess. So to hit these businesses again, I think, shows exactly where the governor's priorities are. Uh, this was COVID relief from the federal government for them, and the governor saying, whoa, 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 small businesses in Illinois aren't going to get that relief. State Representative Avery Bourne on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, something else that's uh, happening behind closed doors that we're hearing more and more about. And uh, we heard from State Representative LaShawn Ford uh, last half hour about this. The ongoing uh, caucus voting of who should be the Speaker of the Illinois House uh, after Wednesday when the new legislature is sworn in. Uh, you've got now three candidates there. Uh, that means the Speaker's not getting the 60 votes necessary. Uh, as somebody in the super minority, uh, what do you think the likelihood of uh, some Republicans uh, hopping over to, to find a uh, kind of, I guess, a moderate candidate or somebody that's not not Madigan? Uh, how likely do you think that that's to happen uh, after Wednesday? You know, I don't think those conversations are happening. We've seen uh, House Democrats have really no courage here. We've got, what, 21 of them say that Madigan has to go. And we've got 51 standing by him. Um For those 51 House Democrats, they need to feel the heat. House Republicans aren't going to bail them out (laughs) getting a new speaker. Uh, They need to figure this out in their own caucus and have, I think, do some soul searching about where the future of the state goes and where the future of their party goes if they still want to be tied to Madigan. State Representative Avery Bourne, uh, and something else, too, that uh, seems to have been uh, neglected to a degree uh, is giving kind of any kind of check of uh, of power to Governor J.B. Pritzker in the past 10 months here. Uh, again, you guys haven't been in session since May. Uh, there's been some debate about some rules with the masks and the distancing with JCAR, uh, but ultimately, I mean, the governor has been uh, doing this unilaterally. Uh, where have you guys failed in, in, in providing that check of authority um, from the legislature to the governor? I mean, this is a failure of the legislature to not place these checks on the governor. House Republicans have called to come back. Um, We've filed legislation to make sure this doesn't happen in the future, that the governor can only issue one emergency executive order for 30 days, and then the legislature has to come back to consult. Uh, So I think there are two people who can call the Illinois House back, Speaker Madigan and J.B. Pritzker. And the fact that neither of them thinks it's important that the legislature weigh in during this 
nine months of a pandemic that's impacted everyone in the state, um, I think is a misuse of uh, their authority. And um, we absolutely should pass legislation to make sure this doesn't happen again. Representative, uh, the governor, uh, he'll be in Springfield this afternoon. Uh, he hasn't been in Springfield for months, uh, and uh, he'll be taking some questions. I do plan on asking him about uh, Phase 5 uh, and his unilateral reopening plan. Uh, and that uh, allowed for no restrictions if there's a vaccine or uh, therapeutics available. Uh, do you think we've met that threshold, or when will we meet that threshold, and how can uh, you guys at the state legislature, even in the uh, Republican super minority, uh, hold the governor to account on that uh, and to you know uh, relax these restrictions that have been uh, slamming Illinois businesses. I mean, I saw a report from the National Restaurant Association. Illinois led the nation in uh, restaurant job declines in November by a staggering amount. I think it was like 31,000 restaurant jobs just in one month alone, uh, dwarfing any other uh, states in the loss of restaurant jobs. Um, when, when can we be in phase five and how can you guys hold the governor accountable for that? You know, this is why we should have a legislative plan so that the governor can't unilaterally change uh, what the parameters are. That's what we've seen in the past. As soon as we get close to something, um, we can kind of expect to see that the governor might change his opinion. So that's why it should be um, a legislative action, as we discussed, so we know exactly what these parameters are and we can count on them being followed. Um, The governor should be discussing when we're going to open because that helps people transition and plan Um, And the fact that he could change his mind at any point uh, just means that we've gone about this process totally wrong. Representative, uh, moving forward, uh, the new legislature will be sworn in Wednesday. Uh, What what do you think is uh, some of the are some of the most important issues that you guys need to tackle in the new legislature? Yeah, you know, I told um, anyone who subscribes to my newsletter, I'm hoping for three pillars of accountability, accountability for taxpayers that we spend um, money wisely and we only spend what we have, accountability for politicians, we need serious ethics reform, um, and accountability for this COVID-19 pandemic. We've got to come out of this and help Illinois um, recover at a faster rate than our neighbors economically, but there also needs to be oversight and hearings on the Pritzker uh, response to this pandemic. State Representative Avery Bourne, uh, thanks so much for taking time with us this morning. I know it's been a long weekend and some long days ahead, uh, and that's definitely uh, something that uh, a lot of us are trying to balance uh, <laughs> the pandemic with uh, getting back to work, with uh, kids getting back into school, restaurants reopening uh, at least to some capacity in the Springfield area, uh, and even the legislature's back in session, so it's starting to feel a little normal out there. Just a little normal. Not much, but... It is. Just, I'm just happy to be back to work. Right on. Uh, appreciate the time. We'll talk again soon, all right? Sounds good.